Welcome to They Mostly Podcast at Night, episode 211, Malevolent. This podcast suffers the ultimate reality check when confronted by the true horror that lies with it, hidden within a haunted orphanage. Ooh, a haunted orphanage. Are we going to a haunted orphanage? Like, I'm all for that, but that's like the longest tagline ever. Can't we just say fake like, they could have cut it off after, like, the first two phrases. Yeah. Like. Fake hunt ghost hunters meet real hunting. I mean, I think it's my five-second summary. But, you know, something like that. I mean, I think my five-second summary is probably a better uh, tagline. That was a long fucking tagline. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, how's it going, Chaos? It's going good, Carnage. How about you? Going good. I just saw the silent meow from Winnie. He's so cute. She's so cute. <laughs> Aww. Aww. So how's your week going? So cute. Um, my week was a week. Seven full days. Seven full days. I um had a bit of a trouble on Monday. I was um. Oh, I had my I had my psych visit on Monday. Oh, how'd that go? Eh. Eh? It was like my my doctor was she hasn't seen me in like a year probably. Okay. And she was very disturbed by how much I shake. I'm disturbed by how much you shake. Yes. So like, she was all freaked out, and then she kept thinking I was really, really anxious. And I was like, I'm not, though. I'm not anxious. Like, I'm just happy to see you, Doc. Like, Like, I kept trying. Well, so I thought that this was going to be, this was a face-to-face when usually they're um, all telephone visits. So I thought I was going to have to do a pee test. So I didn't let myself go to the bathroom before I left the house. So part of the reason why my leg was shaking so bad is because I had to pee. But she thought I was really anxious. We major deja vu. Major deja vu. Like, we've had this conversation before. And not, I don't mean, like, the text that you told me earlier this week when this actually happened. I mean, like, another podcast that this happened on. Did I tell this last week? No, I don't think so. I mean, like, I'm talking, like, months ago. Like, you had the same kind of situation where you went to see her and you had to pee. And you were shaking really bad because you had to pee. I feel like that was a thing. No, this is the first time I've seen her in like a year or something. Okay. I'm. The synapses of my brain apparently aren't functioning properly. But I don't smell burnt toast, so I think we're okay to continue. Okay, good. But I can't smell anything, so would I know if I could smell burnt toast if I was having a stroke? Yeah, that is we, a question. this we did talk about. <laughs> and I would say you would smell it. <laughs> And you wouldn't know what it was. <laughs> I wouldn't know what it was, right? You wouldn't know what it was. Yeah. But you probably wouldn't smell it at all. <laughs> I don't know, though. Is it is it a psychosomatic thing where, like, you think you're smelling burnt toast? Or... I don't know. Because you're not actually... There's no actual burnt toast. So your mind is making that up for your nose to smell anyway. So maybe you would smell it even though you can't smell it. Because your mind's telling you you smell it. But my right. mind would be like... Oh my god, I can finally smell. I'm healed. And I would be really having a stroke, probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although, I, I do believe I've had some mini ones over the years. Because I do have bouts of aphasia occurring. I've, I've had that going the last couple of years. So, I swear to god, I probably had a mini stroke over the... At some point... Oh, great. At some point, I have. I'm pretty sure. That's good to know. That makes I'm, me feel good. So sorry that you don't feel good about me having a mini stroke over the year. How did this all turn about you? How did this become all about you? <laughs> I don't understand how that's going. I'm really good at, about making things be about me. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> I, I might have lost my arm in a fire. Well, how does that affect me? <laughs> now I can't see you without an arm. I can only see you with one arm, and that's horrifying for me to look at you. And this one time, I, like, almost got into a fire, so I'm making it about me. <laughs> oh, God. My house burned down. 
And you'd be like, I'm missing an arm. <laughs> so speaking of shakiness, though. Yes. We are trying a new thing this week. Yes. Which means I shouldn't lean on the table because I'll make the table shake. <laughs> We're like, why do we still have that sound? Yeah, so last thing, if you heard like a tap, 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 that's that was the microphone shaking from your hand? Yeah, because yeah. if the, unfortunately, if we don't have stands for our mics, we just hold them. And if you like, tap, if you move the mic cord, I know. That's tapping too, though. I wonder if it's that. If you move the mic cord, it it um, picks it up on the microphone. Yeah. So, like, my, my, my hands are shaking. I'm trying to hold the microphone still, but my hands are shaking, and they're making the microphone go tap, 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 tap. And the cord's going tap, 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 tap. And it was really obnoxious. It Fortunately, when I... Fortunately, it sounds worse in the editing process, and when I mix it down to an MP3, it, like, lessens a bit. So, it's it wasn't as bad as it sounded, but still. I don't even notice it anymore. Like, I notice the shaking. I don't know this is sound. You know what I mean? I happen to notice it now because we're talking about it. Yeah. But yeah, we've got a mic set up for you. So we're working on so we're trying that. We've got a boom mic. Boom arm? Is that yeah, what this is arm. called? Mm-hmm. A boom arm? Sorry, I'm going to get partially undressed real fast. It's fine. Don't worry about it. It's okay. <laughs> so, how was your week? <laughs> it was great. It was a week. It had 40 full hours in it. Well, probably more than that. I mean, I worked a full 40 hours. I slept like seven hours of it, but it was great. Oh. Seven hours of the whole week. I think I had an hour of sleep per night. That's healthy. That is more than I usually get. So we're gonna go with it. That's so healthy. It's not. I can help it, Steve. And yet you go to bed at like eight o'clock. I do. I try to shut everything down, and I try to lay there with a book. And it doesn't work. Sometimes I just lay in darkness, and I lay there, and I lay there, and nothing happens. Um, I had a, uh, therapist tell me that you're supposed to, if you can't fall asleep within like 20 minutes or something, you're supposed to get up and do things. Not like screens. You're still supposed to stay away from screens or TV, you know, like any kind of screen, but like you get up and sit down and read, but you're supposed to do it somewhere else. You're never supposed to read like in bed. Oh. You're supposed to do it because you're... You want to only sleep in your bed so that your mind gets the idea that when you're in bed, you're supposed to be asleep. That's the only place I could be alone in my house, though. I mean, come on. It's my sanctuary. Yeah, true. And there's no room in my bedroom for any other chairs. I know. Sanctuary. So I can't do that. That's okay, though. I'll just live on one hour of sleep. It's fine. It's fine. I'm fine. Okay. It's really cool. It's not burnt toast at all. <laughs> Should we say what we are and who we do? What the nope. <laughs> nope. Who we are and what we do? That was great. Thank you. Um yeah. We are they mostly podcast at night. Mostly. We are two best friends of twenty years who bicker and banter our way through a different horror movie each week. Um most of the time we do that. Um, we take turns picking the flicks, and most of the time we do that uh, because we have a genuine interest in sharing the movie with our audience or the other person, but sometimes we do it just to annoy the other person because that's how our friendship works. Hashtag friendship goals. Our friendship lives in the hashtag Mariana's Trench of Hate, where there is an octagon where we can go MMA-style duke it out whenever we don't see eye-to-eye on movies. Like, most recently, I made Carnage watch uh, Lake Placid 3, (laughs) and Carnage made me watch... No, it was it was not the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. No, it was the the two movies were not on the same level of where he. No, 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 they weren't. They were not at all. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre is actually a good movie. I still owe you for Lake Placid three. 
Like Placid 3 is a terrible, terrible, terrible movie that I find hilarious. Oh, you remember how you said I couldn't watch that one movie because it says drama on IMDb and not like horror or thriller or something? Yeah. I changed it on IMDb so now we can watch it. No, it does not work that way. I have the power. No. Yes. No. Yes. You're not allowed to just change the genre of something so that you can use it. I said I could actually. No. (laughs) They did it. Not allowed to do that. <laughs> damn you. Damn you all to hell. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, I still have to get you back for, uh, for yeah, Lake Placid 3. I don't know what to do. Anyway, um, Purge movie. spoilers ahead and expletives ahead. Don't nod. <laughs> Mama Chaos is over here nodding like, yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> Thank you for the support. That's me. Well, I'll be nodding for her later. <laughs> well, this week we did Malevolent. It was done in 2018. It got a TVMA rating, even though you said it was at the theaters. It was in theaters, I'm yeah. I'm sure it got an R if it had a theatrical rating for some reason. It was an hour and 28 minutes long, and it got a 4.8 on the IMDb scale. What about the tomato meter? So glad that you asked because the tomato meter is actually a green splotch with a 55%. No critics consensus, only 11 critic reviews. Audience score much lower at a 17%. <laughs> I'm just baffled. I'm baffled. How many, how many audience members? Only 250 plus. That could be why. You probably got the horror snobs in there. We know them. Some of them are our friends. Yeah. Some of them are you, too. I mean, Some of them are me. Honestly. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> uh, should we go over casting? Sure. Let me get back to it. Okay, I'm ready. Angela was Florence Pugh. We actually just saw her recently in Midsommar, Black Widow, and Little Women. Jackson was Ben Lloyd Hughes. He was in Divergent, Great Expectation, and The King's Daughter. Ooh. Well, that's a real movie, or if I just made up that name. <laughs> it's on my list here. I don't know. Elliot was Scott Chambers. He was in Blood Money, Patrick the Pug, and a movie called Carnage. Oh, my gosh. Hi. Beth was Georgiana Bevan. She's only been in one other movie called Juliet Naked. She was in The Royals, and she must do a lot of theater work is what I'm thinking. Oh, okay. Well, Mrs. Green was Celia Emery. Love her. She's in Calendar Girls, the best exotic marigold hotel. Best exotic marigold hotel and Imagine Man You. Oh. None of those movies I have seen. You saw Imagine Man You. I made you watch that. Did I? Yeah, I don't think she was in Harry Potter. I have to look to see if she was. But I don't, I don't think so unless I screwed up. I done screwed up. No. <laughs> You've seen Imagine Me and You. It's the one with Piper Parabu. Uh, she's a florist and she's uh, at a wedding and the bride ends up having an affair with her and it's... I've oh, made you watch, I made you watch this movie. You did make me watch that movie. It's yes. a good fucking movie. Okay. Just, just nodding. Okay. Yes. Nodding and saying yes. Herman was Neil Greg Fulton, or Greg. Uh, I don't know if it's Greg or Greg. He's in um, Cloud Atlas, Sunset Song, and Muscle. Oh, and um, Celia was also in Bridget Jones movies. Oh, okay. And okay. God, she's been in a lot of stuff. But Doctor Who. Coronation Street. She really is. Perot. Yeah, she's Yeah, I definitely recognize her. McPhee, Agatha Christie's Mar- Marple, Wimbledon, London, Dr. Shivago. Wow. Uh, yeah, no, Harry Potter, though. Oh, absolutely fabulous. I'm sure you've seen her in that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not, uh, Star Wars. Jeez. <laughs> Almost, it seems like, you know. Every British actor ever is in Harry Potter. 
Not some of my favorites. Some of my favorites are, though. Like. They were there. You just didn't see them. Were they? Yeah. Oh, they were not about Death Eaters. Maybe she was a Death Eater and just got uncredited. Maybe. That's totally possible, right? I'm pretty sure. Like, um. Ah. Uh, I totally had a joke and then my I had a brain fart and I lost it. So I have a Harry Potter thing Never real mind. fast, if I could tell you. Oh, yeah? What does that have to do with the movie? Hmm. Nothing, but it's a point of trivia. So, <laughs> Jason Isaacs. Yes. Who played Lucius. Yes. Daniel Craig, who we know is my favorite Bond. Right. We're in Angels of America together in the, in the theater. So I now have a screenshot of them holding each other naked, and I'm very well, all the <laughs> I am all the better for this picture. I'm just gonna put it that way. So, all right, that's my story. You're a better person now. Yes. No. I'm, no. I'm more. I'm still an asshole. I'm just. I'm more of a whole person now because I have that. You... <laughs> um. Do you want a little summary before we get into it? I would love one of Carnage's famous five-second summaries. Which should really be the tagline, but that's okay. Con artists, ghost hunters meet a real haunting and things go awry. They do. Doesn't that sound like a better fucking summary? It tagline? fucking does. So fucking does. Did we say an expletive ad? I did. Good. Thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you for warning them about me. Yeah, it is mostly you. It is mostly me. <laughs> um... Should we get into this movie? Yeah, let's I did not know talk when about it. Supposed it. to take place. Do we have any idea? 1986. Oh, when I was watching it, because I was watching it with Mama Carnage, and she's like, "Are there cell phones?" I'm like, "I don't know. They use the landline, but there are Scottish, so maybe they still use landlines over there." What the fuck do I know? <laughs> 1986. Though. Oh, okay. So no, no cell phones. No cell phones. That would be why there weren't any. No. Why did you pick this movie? Before we get into it, I oh, want okay. to ask you, because I thought you were going to do revenge on me when I was looking at the IMDb reader first. I picked this movie because I watched the trailer and I was like, I want to watch this movie. It usually isn't your type. I'm just kind of surprised. Well, you're I love haunted in- house movies. I know, but like, you're not in for the cheap thrills of jump scares like I am. And this had like a lot of jump scares. It did have a lot of jump scares. And I love it. But it wasn't just about cheap thrills. Like, it had a good story. Like, we'll talk about it. Yeah, but yeah, I was like, this seems like it has a good story. You know, these, um, I want to know more, basically. There was, it was actually between this one and another one, but I couldn't find the other one again in order to, like, have us watch it. I couldn't find it again, so I was like, okay, I guess we'll pick Malevolent. Did it disappear like the little girls in this film did? Yes. <laughs> yeah, it was on Netflix. I was shift, shifting, I was sifting through the horror movie section and this one came up where this girl is stranded on an island and she thinks she's alone but there's something that comes out at night that she has to like stay away from and it's like this little beach scene and she sees a plane overhead and it's at night and she she runs up to the beach and she shoots a flare gun hoping that the plane will see it well then when the flare gets low enough, there's like this tall black silhouette in the water. Dude, now I want to really watch a movie. You it, know the name of it? I can't remember the name of it. Jesus Christ. Okay. I really want to watch it and I I got to find it again because I like, I really want to watch it. Netflix has me so pissed off right now. I can't even begin because they keep removing stuff like without telling me. Like, remember how I used to get a thing? Like, this is what's happening this month on Netflix. Yeah. No, but just disappearing now. Like, you don't even get, like, a warning anymore. I know. And I hope it's not. I hope that didn't happen. Because it was just from one day to the next. So I hope I wasn't looking at it on, like, the last day it was on Netflix or something. Because it was really. It was one of those rabbit hole trails of looking at next and next and next. And when you backed up, yeah. Yeah. 
yeah, it was just gone. So hopefully I'll be able to find it again because I really want to see it. Well, now I do too because that sounds amazing. It sounds amazing. So. Yeah. Well, this one was great about a dysfunctional brother-sibling relationship. Yeah. That apparently took place in 1986 in Scotland. Nice. Um, you've got Angela and Jackson. They're American siblings. Which kills me because Florence is English. Right. And it takes place in Scotland. Yeah. It's like, why not just make them... Why not just make them British, British or something? Um, but they are Americans. They have a small team of paranormal investigators. Um, Angela is supposed to be a medium, but not really. I mean, she is posing as a medium, but she's not really one. But her mother kind of was. Supposedly. Supposedly, but I think she was. I mean, she killed herself because she couldn't. She she was seeing people that weren't there. Well, yeah. When we got more into it, yeah, we definitely know that she was because. But at first, it's like because Jackson's like her Chad. Can we say that right from the get go? Yeah, Jackson's the Chad. He makes it seem like oh, it was just some big cooey thing, and she was really just mentally ill, and mm-hmm. you know, we're just going to use this as like a plot, you know, like a, as a way in, you know. Yeah, we're just going to use like her as a like for the reputation mm-hmm. of like she was. She was the mother medium and passed it on to her daughter, who's also a talented medium now. Which he doesn't even believe until the very end. Like, he, he right. believes nothing. He's in it for the money. He's in bad with some people. Like, I don't know if it's gambling debt or drugs or what, but he's in it totally for the money. Yes. He's got loan sharks after him for money. Mm-hmm. Um. And the equipment manager is also his girlfriend. Her name is Beth. Yes, Beth. And, and the cameraman's Elliot. The cameraman is Elliot. I liked Elliot. I did too. Um, so this is what they do for a living, basically. Mm-hmm. They just, they fake these, that they're, they go to people who have like supposedly real hauntings and then they fake it. Oh, like they have a whole setup with like a recording that Beth makes, and you know they 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 have signals as to when to play the recording, and mm-hmm. um, Jackson's got this whole spiel down, and it, it you know they they show us one of them, which it kind of works for them, and then things. But they go to um, Mrs. Green's house. Well. It's not a house. It's like an estate. Before they do that, though, um, the last, if I could enter in real fast. Yeah. Um, Angie, Angela, Ange, he calls her Ange, is starting to get, like, not premonitions. Like, she's starting to get some, starting to... To get some of this gift where, like, she sees it at the last house we're at where this yes. this mannequin rushes to her. And she, she has got dreams of her mother. Yes. Her mother with her eyes. I guess she ripped her eyes out. Like, her eye, eyeless mother. Yeah. Like, so she's... And then every time something happens, she's getting her nosebleed. Yes. So I think she's already, like, between that and missing school, she's already on the edge. And she declines. Right. She doesn't want to go. But the woman calls back and gets the greedy asshole of her brother right who forces her into it and out of sisterly love she agrees and he's like he's like she's like practically in tears and he's like she's fine like such an asshole yeah yeah it's but you're right though it is like this is huge ass estate yes it's a huge estate um So she, Mrs. Green requests they come because she's really concerned about these little girls who died on the estate. And she says their ghosts scream and she wants to stop the screaming. Was it three girls that died? It was three. It was the three. Okay. Yes. And they were like orphans. Well, the whole thing was an orphanage. It was an orphanage. Yeah. Yeah. But for some reason, like, I thought there were going to be a lot of girls because it was an orphanage. Mm -hmm. But there were just three. 
Well, I think by the, th from what I understood from the movie, I think they caught Herman before anymore died. But it wasn't really Herman. Spoiler alert. Well, it wasn't, no, but they took him away, isn't it? Like, which I understand Herman was back there, but. Well, it wasn't really him. Oh. So. It was a different boy? No, it wasn't a boy at all. Say your thoughts. It was Mrs. Green. No, okay, so I know that, but Herman was there too, though. Yeah. Okay, so, but the police took Herman because they thought he did it. Right. Right? But somehow Herman's back because it's yeah. like 15 years. So they must have released him she at some She doesn't, point. yeah, they must have released him at okay. some point. She doesn't tell them that he's back there. No, so, no, no. But so they never find out, like, when he got out. No, but when she was showing pictures, though, she did show the picture of all the girls, like a huge group of girls. That's right. There were more girls. Yeah, and then, but the three that died, and then a picture of her boy, Herman. He was such a nice boy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just like you're a nice woman, you bitch. Sure. Um, so, Angela... So I guess it was because the those were the the owner's foster children. That's why only three of them died. They didn't really specify why only those three died. No, I don't know. Maybe. That's what it. That's what it says in. Oh, does it? In what Sorry, I'm, I'm reading. Not, <laughs> not relying on my thing. I'm relying on my memory from yesterday. So um, let me pull it back up here. Damn it! I had it. Um, oh, yeah, the owner's foster children all found dead with their mouths sewn shut. Okay, got it. Yeah, 15 years prior, and her son was blamed. Um, so she doesn't want to go even more, but Jackson needs the money, so he says that he'll do it, and she reluctantly agrees. Which, um, Mrs. Green's willing to pay double, and that's why he's all... Yeah, and that's why he's all hot to trot about it. Mm -hmm. So they start doing their normal thing. They formulate a plan to con her. Um, Elliot follows Angela. They're filming around the mansion. Um, but she starts actually seeing the spirits of the murdered girls and they're leading her around the mansion until she goes into the forbidden East Wing, which Mrs. Green is like, don't go in the East Wing. But they, I mean, that's where the girls take her. So she follows them into the East Wing. Um, and the floor collapses. Mm-hmm. And, um, Elliot? Yeah, Elliot falls to the Elliot basement. falls through into the basement and hurts his ankle really bad. And he can't, like, he can barely, he can't get up under his own power, basically. Like, no, there was, like, bone sticking out. Yeah. It was, it was like, his ankle was broken. So, um... Let's see. Jackson, Jackson so, gets the ladder. Jackson gets the ladder. Um, and they they discover the place where the girls had been kept. The helps that's that writing on the wall and the yeah there was they pulled off wallpaper and it said help and. Can we talk about this for a second though? Yeah, because he leaves Beth with Mrs. Green. Yeah, I don't know why you would do that. Well, like, at first, you, like, okay, so you thought maybe she's a nice old lady. But she is kind of severe. Like, she calls Jackson to the ground on his shit. Like, yeah. like to pull us on all. Like, she is, like, she's, she's a different breed. Yeah, she sees through his attempts to comfort her and, like. Showmanship. His showmanship, his, yeah. yeah. She sees ass. through his con immediately and she's not buying anything he's selling so i would not leave you with mrs green no like thank you i wouldn't leave anyone with mrs green like she's just kind of creepy i'd be like beth come with me you know let's go help them together I, like i guess it's just natural to leave them with somebody it's the 80s you know she didn't have a panel van that said free candy so it's not <laughs> like it's blatantly that she's a horrible person but I wouldn't, I'd be uh -huh. like, I'd be like, you know what? I'm going to come with you and help you out because I don't want to stay with this lady. No. Like, I wouldn't have wanted to stay with that lady. Mm -mm. Like, even not knowing that it was her. 
I just wouldn't have wanted to stay with that lady. You know, there was something about her that just is like rubs you the wrong way. Right. God. I know. I. Mm. They're like trying to raise. So Jackson's trying to raise Beth the whole time they're in the basement. Like, yeah, like, through the... the stuff. We're going. Pack yeah, the stuff. We're going. Can't, you can't get her. a hold like, of her. You think you'd be suspicious at that point? Be like. Yeah. Let's hurry up and get out. Let's not twaddle and look at the wall and do all this. Let's let's just get the fuck out of here. Oh, God. And he can't get a hold of her. So, um... Jackson starts seeing things himself and finally decides to abandon the job after Mrs. Green hints that she was involved with the girls' murders. Like I said... She was the one who really did it. I don't remember when her... I, okay, so I know that's in your summary. I don't remember her hinting at that. I remember yeah. her being... What did she say? She just... Some, I she, thought... She said something like, I thought you could you could silence them. I, I, yeah. I had hopes for you, but now you failed. You failed. That's what she goes. You failed. You failed, Jack. Like, oh, really cold. Like, you failed, Jackson. Yeah. Get out. You failed. Like, okay, fine. Well, get the... You're freaking me out now. Yeah. Get the fuck out, for sure. We'll absolutely get out. Um, she, But she gives this little monologue about how uh, she loved those girls and she, um, she, you know, they had, she spoiled them. They had everything they could want so that they would grow up good and think of her as a mother and thank her later. Like, you don't. You don't raise somebody with the hopes that later they'll thank you. You do it because, you know, out of love or That's something. Why I raise my cats. I hope they'll thank me and take care of me in my old age. <laughs> yeah, right. Sure. I'm sure they will. No, they're going to eat your face off. <laughs> well, I'll die alone. They'll eat me for sustenance until somebody finds my body. I'm well aware of this fact, and I'm okay with it. I've made my peace with that. I could be me, too. totally made my peace with it. <laughs> Oh, I mean, think about the Donner Party. <laughs> it's not the cat's fault. No, not at all. They just need to live. They need to live. What are they supposed to do? Not eat your face? <laughs> Come on. Yeah, so one of the little ghost girls actually leads him to this, like, creepy old elevator. Yes. That, like, takes him to the, I think it's the attic, is it? In the East Wing? Yes. Where he finds Beth. Where he oh. finds Beth. With her mouth sewn shut. Just like the little girl's mouths had been sewn shut. Oh, God. It's like bleeding that black, dark blood out of her mouth. And, yeah. Which we find out what that is later. Ew. And I'm like, they're so smart. They, Like, I was so pressed because Angie actually got Elliot. Like, they didn't dwaddle. They dwaddled a little bit in the living room. Yeah. But then they left the equipment and they just got the F out. They were in the car. They turned around. Jackson was there with Beth. They got in the car and they left. I'm like, great. They're doing the right thing. Right. And then. This is a question mark for me. Yes. Because Jackson sees one of the little girls. He puts his foot down on the accelerator to run her over. Well, he thinks she's a ghost. He presses her in that accelerator and it ends up being. A man? An old yeah, man? Yeah, an old man. Just like, we have no idea who this old man is. Never see the body again. Yeah. Just random old dude in the driveway. Random old dude in the driveway. No idea why. But, uh, so Jackson runs somebody over, and then he crashes into a tree. Beth not buckled in, flies right through the windshield, like out of death proof. And she's dead. Oh, poor Beth. And then... Everyone else is knocked on the back scene. Jackson goes looking for her, and that's when Herman drags him away. Yep. Okay, and this freaks me out, too, because Herman pulls Elliot from the back seat, and I thought for sure with that shovel, he was killing Yeah. Elliot. But he just knocked him unconscious? Apparently, because I was like, ew, I thought he put the shovel right through his neck. But apparently he just knocked him out. Yeah. I thought for sure, I thought for sure Elliot was dead a couple times in this movie. Uh, yeah, I did, too. Oh. <laughs> yes. Yes. So, mm, tell him what Mrs. Green does once Herman gets him tied Oh, my to God. The chair. Okay, oh. so Herman ties Jackson to the chair, and Mrs. Green cuts out his tongue, 
bashes in his teeth and then sews his mouth shut. Like, was that all necessary? Couldn't you just show his, sew his mouth shut? Did you have to bash the teeth? Too? Like, what's the point of bashing the teeth? I'm asking for, you know, educational purposes, just future educational purposes. She doesn't like what they say. Yeah, but when cutting the tongue out be enough, though? Because if you get to... a lot of rage. Yeah. Yeah. But then, so she cuts out his tongue. She breaks his teeth off, sews his mouth up. But then when she's got Herman grabbing Ange, who's gone through the house looking for Jackson, yada, yada. You know, Jackson's then thrown to the, sh- the shed where he's obviously killed. Right. Um, She goes and just starts showing up Ange's mouth. Doesn't cut yeah. out her tongue. Doesn't bust her cheeks. Well, I think she did that to Jackson because she was so mad at him for, like, conning her. For, like, his his little act that he was putting on. She was mad about that. I yeah. think that's why she did that to him. Why would I thought she'd be even madder at Ange for telling her? I think she said, like, fuck you, you bitch, or something like that. Or, like, she had a potty mouth like me at her. Like, fucking whatever. Like, when they took Ant, you know. No, she was definitely more mad at Jackson. And then, yeah, she tells um, Herman to take Jackson out to the shed. And uh, Ange starts swearing at her, like, that he's all I had left and... All that kind of stuff. And uh, then she gets her mouth sewn shut. Which I like because Mrs. Green goes like to both Jackson and Ange as she's sewing up their mouth. She's like, hush now. Hush now. This movie was actually based off of a book named Hush. So I just thought that was a nice little tie-in for that. Yeah. Book trivia tie-in. Might have to read this book. I think so. I still haven't read that one. I've got the book for that other movie we watched. I don't remember what it was called, and I'm going to remember it later, but... Oh, what was it called? It was a movie. It was a very important movie. But that wasn't the name of the book. No, it wasn't. It was, um... But at least the movie will remember it, remind us what it was called. The Turn of the Screw. No, it wasn't No, (laughs) No, it wasn't that. Things Heard and Seen. Yeah, it was, um... What was the name of the book? Well, I can tell you, because it's in my Amazon archives. So if you'll bear with me... Oh. ...for two seconds... I read I read half of it and then I had it out on loan from the library. I read half of it on my Kindle and then it got automatically returned to the library and I didn't finish it. All things cease to appear. There you go. I gotta get through so much shit to get to it. It's a good book from what I read. Order way too much from Amazon, just I am. I haven't read it yet. You should. I bought it. I also bought Crazy Rich Asians. I bought all the Bridgerton books. I have all these books. I've got five books for work I haven't read. Like, I have all these books. I have all these books, and no one will help me read them. Sounds like a personal problem. <laughs> a personal problem. <laughs> sorry. I'm, I'm distracting you. I'm so sorry. You're fine. So, let's see. She's sewing up the mouth. That's where we left Elliot manages to kill Herman just as Mrs. Green is getting started on Angela. Question for you on this one. Yes. So he swings like the crutch he's leaning on. Is that what he stabs him with is half the crutch? Because he stabs Herman with something. Is that what he... There's like this crutch splinter. Because I was trying to figure it out because we're like... Mama Carnage is like, where did he get a knife? I'm like, I think that was the crutch... That he stabbed him with the crutch? I like yeah. He splintered in half and he almost used like a stake on a vampire. Sorry, I, that might be hard for you to hear. I'm really sorry about that. I don't know, it doesn't say in my little thing though. I can't remember. Alright, well, I'm going to pretend it was. Because I don't know where the hell he would have gotten a knife from. Yeah. Like out of nowhere. Unless he oh. had a pocket knife. I love it. Andrew's just crying. He's the only thing I have. He's the only thing I have about Jackson. And Mrs. Green doesn't have any, you know, say anything. And then as soon as Herman said, he was the only thing I have. Like. I know. The script needed work a little bit. All of Elliot's line made me cringe mostly. Yeah. Just saying. I know. She said he's the only thing I had. And I'm like, bitch, Angela just said that to you. Why are you saying it now? Well, her little boy was killed. Okay. And this is where I thought Elliot dies again. Because she's got like that handsaw. Right. And she's like stabbing him with it. 
Yes. How is this boy still alive? Well, Angela, I don't know, because Angela, Angela, um, the dead girls appear again, and Angela pleads and begs with them to help. So they begin to to scream, which is what distracts Mrs. Green. I know, but she gets like a good four or five stabs with him. Like, it was like a... It was a bone saw, though. It wasn't like... Yeah, it was a bone saw. It's not like you can just stab someone with the bone saw. It doesn't really work that way. I couldn't tell what it was. It looked like it was like almost like a butcher knife without a handle. No. Like, I don't know what the fuck it was. It was a bone saw. This bitch has got some weird tools. I'm just going to say that. Yeah. I don't know why she needs a bone saw. She didn't do anything with her bones. That you know of. Yeah, well, true. So Angela um, is able to free herself and she kills Mrs. Green. With a big-ass screwdriver. With a big-ass screwdriver, yes. Right through the neck. Right through the neck. That was satisfying. That was very satisfying, <laughs> yes. Um, so I thought this part was great. Um, Angela limps away from the house and actually sees Jackson's ghost yes. looking for Beth, which was really sad. And, but also at the same time, I thought it was great because then, you know, like, I mean, she knew that he was going off to be killed in the shed, mm-hmm. but it was like, I don't know. It was cool. Closure almost. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, at the same time though, it wasn't, she didn't want to see his ghost. I know, but at least it's, you know, he's not, like, suffering anymore, right? But he's kind of trapped between worlds, so isn't he kind of still suffering? No. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. i love to be a ghost. Spying on people. <laughs> haunting people. Like, I would totally fucking love that. You would. I would. So I'd Angela's crying, people. and she attracts the attention of a passing motorist. Who helps her. Angela and Elliot, who is apparently and amazingly not dead. <laughs> it's fucking Superman, dude. <laughs> are taken to the hospital. He's the British Superman. Angela talks to her grandfather on the phone. And um, tells him all about what happened. And he he says, you want me to come over? And she says, no, no. And he says, well, you shouldn't be alone right now. And she looks up at something and she says, I'm not alone. Yay. And I'm pretty sure that would be, I'm pretty sure that would be her brother's ghost. Oh, I figured it could be any ghost. Be like, now she sees ghosts. She's never alone again. True. She's like, uh, what's her face and ghost? A medium? Whoopi Goldberg. Yes, she is a medium. Have you ever seen Ghost? No. As soon as Whoopi Goldberg gets the gift, like... Because Patrick Swayze's character comes to her. All of a sudden, she's never left alone. Like, there's ghosts all around her. Yeah. Like, they will not leave her alone. It's kind of like that. That'd be... Yeah, it's kind of like that. I just thought it might be her brother, but it could be any ghost. Yeah. I'd like to see a lot of ghosts. (laughs) So, what did you think? Who's your pick? What were your thoughts, concerns, questions? I liked it. I thought it had a good story. Um, I like haunted house movies. So, and I like paranormal, like, I like uh, stories about paranormal investigators, too. Especially ones that think that it's fake and that they're faking it and then they see real ghosts and then they freak out and it's good. <laughs> um, you didn't ask, but I'll give my opinion. I thought, oh my God, I just no. lost my phone in your chair. No. Never to be seen again. Shit. Now I'm going to buy a new phone. God damn it. Oh, man. <sighs> so chaos has this chair of, it is it is a it's chair a, a chair of comfort plus eight, but it's also a cursed chair that if you drop anything while you're sitting in it, it is gone forever. Like I lost an earring two weeks ago, and I chaos and I went to go when when me when I went to go pick a new earring up to go buy a new set of earrings, and the jeweler's like, "Can't you just search the chair?" I'm like, "We don't, you know, you don't understand. Nothing comes back from this chair. 
like it, it's gone. Once it's down there, it's, it's now my phone fell and I got my new phone now, guys. Very sad about this. It's a haunted chair. I would be sad if I were you too, because that is really, really going to be hard to find. <laughs> anyway, I'll go back to this. I, I'll, I'll cry later about my phone. Um, I thought Elliot's, the script, like the script needed a little work. Elliot's parts, just, I don't, I don't know. They just, uh, they seem to be written by like a 14 year old girl. Like I really <laughs> liked you. That's my reason why I did this. And like, I just like you. I, I, oh yeah. We, we forgot to mention that Elliot had a crush on Angela. Yes. And that was why he was part of the crew. And he kept telling her about how wonderful she was all the time. So unnecessary. Someone else needed to write Elliot's part. It could have been different. I. But the story was good. Mm-hmm. Um, I do love the little girls with the sewn up mouths. And I love a good haunting. Mm-hmm. So it was a good pick. I'm not mad at you for this one. Awesome. I mean, I'm mad at you for other things. I'm not mad at you for this, though. Oh, okay. Just kidding. Do you have any trivia? Because I don't have anything. Because now my phone's gone. So I have no notes anymore. They're all gone. What do you got? Um, Nothing. There's really... Unless there's trivia on IMDb. Let me look. I don't know. I'm at a loss. The only thing I knew was about the book. So. Yeah, I saw that. Yes, why do I have Snoop Dogg in my head? I don't know. It's a very, very odd feeling. Trivia, okay. Mm-hmm. Bone withdrawal already. I do. It's sad. It was filmed at Hunterston House in Ayrshire. Ayrshire? Mm-hmm. And a basement at Film City in Glasgow. Oh, James Cosmo and Celia Imry appeared together in Highlander, both as members of the Clan MacLeod. Something else she was in. <laughs> and early in the movie, a sign on the street uses the same font as the American Horror Story universe. Oh, yeah. I noticed that. That's all I got. All right. Well, should we rate them? Sure. Let's see. I didn't think of a rating yet. Um, I'm going to go way higher than the critics. I'm I'm at like a 7.5. Okay. I'm actually right near with you. I'm oh, yeah? Like, I'm like a 7. I'm actually a little higher than you. I'm a 7.814. Wow. Because um, I enjoyed it. And I'm really shocked, shocked at both IMDb and the tomato score. I, I am too. don't know what the issue was. And oh. I don't have my phone, so I can't look up the other reviews. Feeling horrified right now that I'm on my phone because I'm attached to it. I know. But I, I know one was like a seven and then one was like a three. I'm like, what? Did they watch the same movie? I don't understand this at all. So yeah. I don't get it. I thought it was um, good. I know I've got shit taste, but you thought it was good too. We agreed on it, so. Yeah. I have no fan fiction. I'm not surprised. I have two from Archive of Our Own, but that's not a crossover. It just... Straight up fan fiction. Well, so why were we? Why is it not mentionable if it's not a crossover? Because if there's no My Little Pony, it doesn't mean mention. Oh, okay. I didn't realize it had to be a crossover this whole time. No, yeah, that's all I look up as crossovers usually. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'll go if there's no crossovers. I'll look to see if there's any regular fan fiction, but usually I look up crossovers because that's the fun thing. Like. Luke Skywalker mixed with the Babadook. I mean, that's fun to me. <laughs> that's imagination. The Babadook mixed with kids' mom is not imagination. That's just fan fiction. Yeah. And no fun. They took the fun out of fan fiction. I don't know. Well, that's not right. Well, two fan fictions. That's not a lot. An archive of our own is a big site. You'd think there would be more than two. Just not a lot. Fanfiction.com had none. Wow. At all. Like even in the, like the straight, just malevolent, nothing. Nada. 
Wow. I don't know. I thought it'd be more people would be fans of this movie. Like, clearly, clearly not. I don't know, but like, I I mean, it was weird. Every everything I heard from people was how good it was. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm baffled by the tomato meter. Maybe those people need to like start signing in to tomatometer.com or whatever their website is and. Red Tomatoes. What is the website again? Rotten Tomatoes. That's the website. Maybe they need to log into Rotten Tomatoes and submit their own reviews then. This is the sign for submit your own reviews. <laughs> it also looks like you're milking a cow, but it's not. It's submitting your reviews. What are you, milking your cow sideways? Yeah. That's how you milk it in Italy. Like that. Just kidding. In Italy? What the fuck? <laughs> Oh, God. In Italy. Okay. Should we get the fuck out? Sure. Um, so, what am I doing? How do I forget this? I say it the same time every week. Remember that time you recorded it and then you just inserted it? You might want to go back to that. Because we have nothing new to pimp ever. I know. I don't know why I say it every time. I should just record it and insert it every time. Well, you know what I did? But... I had I had it saved, but like this the the it like degraded, so it started oh. sounding weird, and then I just never fixed it again. Gotcha. So that's why that's why I don't still do it that way. Anyway, um, we are the mostly podcast at night. We are part of the morbidly beautiful podcast network. Morbidly beautiful is your place for all things horror. Um, check out their other podcasts in our network. They will be linked in our show notes. We are, um, on all the social medias. We are on Facebook. We have a Facebook group We have, that's run by our social media maverick, maverick. We are on Instagram where Carnage makes all the posts because she is our, uh, uh, marketing guru. I know how to put ad posts. That's what I do. That's yeah, all. there you go. Um, <laughs> and I do our editing. Um, we are also on Twitter and Slasher. And Carnage is making funny faces at me. And... <laughs> Uh, we would really appreciate a review wherever you listen. <laughs> Give us a review, please, or tell your friends about us. We appreciate it. It's a way to get new ears on the podcast. And if you have some cash to flash, we have a merch store that is also linked in the show notes. So that's it from me, Chaos. And I'll just say thanks for listening and stay bloodthirsty, friends. Good night from Carnage, and as always, we are filmed in front of a live studio audience of kitty, kitty, kitty cats. 